0: Today on Dramatic Impact, the Calgary based actor Christopher Hunt gives us a glimpse of what fuels his love of theatre and his dedication to his craft.
1: There's something very exciting to me about just going into the space, the physical space of a theater. I just, you know, going in the stage door and going in through the backstage area and walking onto a stage, even if there's no set or no audience or no lights on, it's kind of a sacred, weird thing that we do. And uh, I really like the ritual of it.
0: Hello, and welcome to Episode 2 of Dramatic Impact. This is a podcast from Theatre Alberta, and I'm your host, Elaine Elrod. In this podcast, we present voices and ideas from the Alberta theatre community. In this episode, and in the next three episodes, I'll be presenting four short interviews that I recorded with four different theatre artists. These artists were all instructors at the 2007 Playworks Inc. conference that took place in Calgary this past November. Playworks Inc. is Alberta's provincial theatre conference and is co-presented by Theatre Alberta and Alberta Playwrights Network. Chris Hunt, who we'll be hearing from today, has a BFA from the University of Calgary and has been a professional actor for over 20 years. When I was in Calgary in November for Playworks, Inc. 2007, he was appearing as the lead in the play Still Desire You at Alberta Theatre Projects, also known as ATP. Other recent credits for Chris include Sitting on Paradise for ATP, Go Back for Murder at Vertigo Theatre, Glorious, which was produced both for Theatre Calgary and for Cannes Stage in Toronto, and Oleana for Ground Zero Theatre. Chris has won three Betty Mitchell awards in Calgary for his work as an actor, and at least one reviewer has called him one of Calgary's most beloved actors. When I saw him on stage in Still Desire You, I understood why. He's the kind of quiet actor you hear about who's very unassuming in person, but who completely transforms himself and mesmerizes you with his stage presence. He really is a master of his craft, so I recommend that you pay close attention to what he has to say. I was one of the participants in the workshop on acting skills that Chris taught at Playworks Inc. in Calgary, so I got the chance to get to know him just a bit before our interview. I spoke to him at the end of the first day of our two-day workshop. So, welcome. Thank you. I'm really happy that you could join me for this interview. I know you have a really busy schedule at the conference.
1: Well, it's uh, feast or famine. Like most actors, the have a weekend where you have lots of things going on and shows and that's one of them for me.
0: Okay (laughs) so just to get started when did you first start acting and when did you know that you wanted to be an actor?
1: Um, I first did plays in school I think my first play was in grade four I was Tom Sawyer and then I did some high school plays that I had some great teachers in junior high and high school and did the one-act festivals and the musicals and things like that. And then I took a year off after high school and I was part of a little amateur theatre group out in High River, Windmill Theatre Players, and I did lots of shows with them. And then I went to the University of Calgary and I started in the education department. I was going to be a teacher because I had such great drama teachers. I thought that would be the best job ever. But the education courses didn't excite me as much as the theatre courses. So I quickly switched my major and... uh, kind of never looked back. I mean, I always said, I got to go back to teaching if, or look into teaching if the acting thing didn't work out, but that hasn't happened so far.
0: And do you know what it was about the acting that grabbed you or that made, made you happy? or?
1: I think it just spoke to me more. I'm, I, I grew up very shy and I think uh, having a chance to express myself and, uh, And uh, be funny and be serious and be musical and be all those things that we get to be as actors. I think that just really appealed to me. Um, I was the only one of my family that went on to post-secondary or to university anyway and uh, I think my parents probably wanted something a little more from me than being an actor but once they got on board they were very supportive.
0: That's great. What people and what ideas, theories of acting, or experiences have most influenced you as an actor? You can start with any part of that or answer all three.
1: Um, well, I my time at the University of Calgary really uh, was a grab bag of different types of instruction. I had some great instructors who all had very specific ways of working, and Some of my fellow students didn't really know how to do that. They would follow one instructor's way and they thought the others were not the way to go. And I really thought it was important to pick and choose different things from different people's approaches. And so, you know, I got to really explore the method acting uh, Uta Hagen land with uh, one of my instructors and and do some improv with another one and do some, you know, style stuff with another one. So it, it all... You know, went into my, my bag of tricks in terms of, I think, letting me be available for more roles out there in the real world. I think you can limit yourself if you focus too narrowly on one, one idea.
0: Okay. So other than the reason why you yourself became an actor, is there something about theater as an art form that most excites you or that you're most passionate about?
1: There's something very exciting to me about just going into the space, the physical space of a theater. I just, you know, going in the stage door and going in through the backstage area and walking onto a stage, even if there's no set or no audience or no lights on. It's kind of a sacred, weird thing that we do. And uh, I really like the ritual of it.
0: What do you think it offers to the audience?
1: Well... I've been to so many plays over the years that I'm probably a more jaded audience member than most, but I, I'm, uh, i you know, there's people talk about the audience aging now, and there's hard to get the younger people in, and theater's a dying art form, and, you know, I think it's always been that way, it appeals to a very small section of the population, but... People who are love theater—it's like people who love music, or people who love sports, or people who love books, or whatever. if if they are into that, then they'll come to see anything, you know, uh-huh. like the fringe festivals, or the new plays, or the classics, or you know, the stupid British farces, or whatever. They, you know, people who love theater—it's—it's it's a bunch of people sitting in a room together that. You know, it's not like watching a video. It's not like listening to a concert. It's, it's very interactive. And even in the dramas and the comedies and the musicals, that, that sense of we're all here in the room together, and this tonight's special. It's not going to happen like this tomorrow night or it didn't happen like this last night. It's, that's what I love about it.
0: What, what is your process, if you have a particular process, for developing and rehearsing a role?
1: Um... For me, I try to be as adaptable and flexible as I can. Um, I don't feel like I'm stuck in a way of working. Other people might think I could use more of a method, but I think for me, it depends on the process. It, de- it depends on the, the product, the, the show that I'm working on, and the people that I'm working with. Sometimes uh, it's a known entity. This is a, a comedy that works this way, and these are where the jokes are, and these are where the scenes are, and we have to you know, make it work, it's a machine that has to be built. Other times, if it's a new play, or if it's a, a new adaptation of a play, or a new take on an old play, we're figuring stuff out in the room. So, it's a, it's a combination of what, what I can find on my own, in terms of the research, the, the, t- the style, the writer, the world of the play, all that stuff that we do on our own as actors. And then, you know, what can we learn from the other people in the room and what can we learn about from the play, the history of the play that's been done before or theatre as an art form? Is there things that we can use from what's out there in terms of theatrical convention? So it's, it's trying not to get too narrowly focused. And
0: so that approach, does that almost always or very often bring you to the point where you're feeling very satisfied with where you are? Or is it very variable depending on who's who's in the ensemble and what you're getting from other people? And
1: Yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm more of an optimist that way. I have to try to find something that I love about the project that I'm working on, it, whether that's the people or the material or the, the venue or the audience or whatever it is. And, and when more of those elements come together, the more fun it is. So, you know, it's rare that all those things come together and... But when they do, it makes you want to... It makes you hope the next one's going to be just okay. like that. <laughs>
0: okay. So I know that you also direct and that you do teaching, coaching, and adjudicating. So what I wanted to know is, do you find the other activities, that these other activities feed your spirit? Or if you had your druthers, would you just prefer to only do the acting?
1: No, I I would love to do more of all those other things, actually. the uh, The directing is something that I've dabbled with over the years and I really love it when I get the opportunity but I keep pretty busy as an actor um, if that ever dried up or if I ever got tired of it I hope that I could find more directing work but uh, yeah a little more balance in that and film and TV too there's not a lot happening here and I'd love to have a chance to do more of that but again the theatre work as an actor keeps me pretty busy. The adjudication and the the teaching and the little bit of writing that I've done are kind of when it fits into my schedule. I don't know how much more. I'd... Like that's probably the least comfortable of all those activities. But again, uh, start. The more you do it, the more comfortable you get. And I think I I have stuff to offer in those areas. But
0: okay. And and in terms of the directing, um, is it a similar reason that you enjoy the directing as as the reason you gave for enjoying acting, or is it something different that you get out of that?
1: I think. Uh, I've worked with a number of great directors and I've worked with a number of crappy directors, same like I've worked on great plays and not so great plays or with good actors and not so good actors. So I think I have a, a pretty good sense of how to help out other actors. I think I'm definitely a director who approaches it from an acting point of view. Not that I have to act out all the parts or anything, but Mm. I'm definitely there rooting for the actor. And, uh, you know, again, I I like to find it from the page. I'm not one of these directors who comes in and has a concept and throws Mm, it on. Okay. I I see what's on the page and I think, okay, how are we going to best tell this story?
0: Okay. How do you think acting has affected or how does it affect your development as a human being and your experience of life?
1: That's a very good question. I think, uh... I think as an actor... I focus on uh, human interaction that's like human relationships that's how I see the world so it affects my acting work affects how I relate to other people people I love or people I've just met or people I have problems with but it also it's an observing thing too I can I can watch the world and hopefully that can affect my acting and and I hope too that my acting can in some way send ripples out and, and affect change for the better or make, make things better in the world. I mean, it's kind of silly when you think about it. We're just doing little plays for people. But, you know, sometimes you get people who really are affected by a performance or a, a play or an idea. And, and uh, that's, that's pretty powerful.
0: Can you give an example of a time when you felt that that was happening with the role that you were playing?
1: Um, well, some of the more politically charged plays that I've done, I did uh, Bent quite a few years ago, and I had people who, you know, had been in abusive situations or any of those plays that touch on um, really hard emotions that, that people go through. When, once in a while, people come up and, and they say, that thing you did, that really meant a lot to me, and it made me want to go talk to my mom again or something You know, like when you when you actually hear people say that something you've done has made them think or made them reflect on their own life or made them do something that they had wouldn't have done before they saw it it yeah it's it can it can be a powerful thing
0: yeah so this might not be a fair question to spring on you but what would be your dream role
1: hmm <laughs> yeah I do get asked that a lot well not a lot but Um, I'm not one of those actors, and there are a lot out there that have a list of (laughs) roles they want to do, whether it be Shakespeare or the latest play that's just come out or whatever. And I've never been one of those actors. I've always um, been very thankful and uh, grateful for the work that's come my way. So, you know, people always say, what's your favorite play you've ever been in? And again, (laughs) you know, I have a few that are definitely on the list, but I always try to think of it in my mind anyway. It's either the one I'm working on right now uh-huh. or the one I'm going to do next. Because Yeah, keep it, it fresh. Got to keep it fresh. That's a, that's a key thing for me.
0: Okay, well, just to wrap it up, I know that right now you're peering and still desire you for Alberta Theatre Projects. Are there any other upcoming projects that you're involved in?
1: Yes. Uh, in December, I start rehearsals at Theatre Calgary. We're doing Our Town which goes up in January. And then in February, uh, Ghost River Theatre here in Calgary is uh, remounting Mesa that I've done with them by Doug Curtis. And we're taking on a a tour to England and the UK. Mm -hmm. And after which, that... Uh,
0: which cities maybe somebody's going to oh, be listening
1: Oh, gosh, i will have to go to the <laughs> Ghost River website. I, we're playing okay. a lot of village halls and community centers, and we're doing the, you know, out, outside of London. We're not, you know, hitting the West End or anything like that.
0: So people could look at the Ghost River website. Yes, here. I think
1: it's ghostrivertheatre.com. And okay. If the info, information isn't there, you can okay. send an email asking for it. Um, and then in uh, the spring after that, April, May, I'll be doing Half-Life. Uh, at ATP again to finish my season.
0: Well, thank you so much for your time. I really enjoyed talking to you and getting to know you better.
1: Thanks, you too.
0: Thanks for listening. We want to include your voices in this podcast. So whether you're a theater artist, a student, an educator, an administrator, or someone who works in the area of theater for social change, we want to hear from you. This month, we're asking you to give us your insights into why theater is important to you and include an example of an experience that you had that illustrates this. Send your insights, anecdotes, or experience for us to read on the next episode to programmer at theateralberta.com. Next month, we present an interview with David Van Bell, David is a longtime member of Calgary's internationally renowned One Yellow Rabbit Theater Company and is now an independent actor, singer, writer, and director. The following month will be an interview with director and dramaturg Vanessa Porteous, who is based in Calgary. And then the last in this series of interviews from Playworks Inc. 2007 will be with Trina Davies, a playwright who is from Edmonton and now based in Vancouver. The music on Dramatic Impact is composed and performed by Aaron Sabarin and edited by Mike Sabarin. If you want more information about this episode or about Theatre Alberta, you can visit our website at www.theatrealberta.com. Just click on the Dramatic Impact icon on the homepage. That'll take you to our Dramatic Impact blog page, where you can read about each episode as it becomes available. That's all for this episode. I'm Elaine Elrod. So long until next time.